What on earth is that? It's a Journey in the Comics Network production! All aboard! I brought my pencil! <laughs> yeah! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rank 'em All, that show where we rank a bunch of songs and albums. From a bunch of our bands and artists, we figure out which ones are the tippy top and which ones are the bippity bop. Today we're going right back down. <laughs> Alice in Chains, we're on the next album. Uh, we are on the Devil Put Dinosaurs here. <laughs> you can tell I don't practice the intro <laughs> and write down what I'm going to say. Um, the bippity bop. Is the bippity bop. That was bippity bopping. Oh, shit. <laughs> What was that corny shit that Roman Reigns said on SmackDown because of Vince McMahon one Su- time? Suffering, sucking Tash. Suffering, sucking suffer Tash, son. <laughs> I think we killed Tyler. <laughs> right right I took a wow. drink right when you said that. <laughs> well, we're 30 seconds in and uh, Tyler's dead. Rails oh, God. don't exist for this episode. Where we're going, we don't need rails. Oh, nah, where we're, we're going, we don't need rails. We're Allison Chains. Devil Put Dinosaurs here, the second post-lane album. Uh, we're, we're, I mean, we're dead set right in the middle of the new era. There's only been three albums, so we only got one more after this. For now, mm-hmm. you know, when they release a new, for now. you know, when they release a new album, well, I definitely have to reconvene to add that to the ranks. But, I'm not they're here. touring. They're touring right oh. now. I'm seeing them mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. Are they Are they working on a new album? Do we I, know? I haven't not heard to, anything. Not to my knowledge, no. But I would not be surprised. I mean, they're they're you know they're still going strong. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, you know, as as we know, COVID kind of threw everything for a loop with everybody. So, <sighs> as far as the schedules, thanks, Nate. Yep. Nate is here, everybody. I'm not here alone. I'm one of your hosts, Brando. Joining me here is that lovely sound of Nate Phillips, the Podfather. How you doing, bud? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's 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 late. I feel like I feel like, and we're all slap happy. I feel like this episode is going to be so much more funnier than the actual album is. I'm not. <laughs> Hey, you spoiler know. alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! Jesus, I just killed Tyler. No need, to, no need to watch the rest of the show. We know Nate doesn't like the album. We'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. We will. But we're obviously not alone today. Joining us, as always, the Mushroom Master himself. Are <laughs> <laughs> you looking like Wilson? Yeah, I, all, all jokes aside, I um, you know, I kind of gushed about uh, Black Gives Way to Blue and how it was awesome to. You know, because other than the singles, which we didn't even know, you know, kind of the order or, or what uh, it was surprising what singles ended up being what. But, um, dude, I really got into this one, actually. I had. Uh, I'm looking through my notes here two out of the entire album that I didn't really, really vibe with. So that was pretty cool. It's always really fun uh, to do this kind of show in like an exploration phase uh you know like when nate and i first did the metallica run he and i know that discography from top to bottom you know like those albums are, are the, those episodes are longer 
simply because there was so much to say about everything. I didn't I didn't yeah. even have to even listen to the stuff half the time to know kind of know the ballpark of where I wanted to rake stuff. But when we did uh, Van Halen, digging through the weeds as we called it, you know, we mm-hmm. knew a lot of big songs, but there were some cool hidden gems all littered throughout every single album, even some of the stuff that we didn't like. Uh, just a really cool exploration phase, and and it's the exact same thing here with Alice in Chains. You know, yeah, for I, sure. I've heard a lot of Alice in Chains. However, I have to be honest, I had not listened to this album in full. Uh, mm-hmm. first I, I, time I first time I actually had listened to it at all, honestly. Yeah, and the voice Damn. you're the voice you're that that you just heard there was Alex Buckles joining hey, us hey, once again. It. Hey, I didn't forget. I didn't forget. Yay. We got a little sidetrack, but we did. did the not devil forget. put that dinosaur here. Yeah. Yep. Boo. Yeah. He just turns into well. I'm saying you were old, not a fucking like anthropomorphic pterodactyl. Like, no, Jesus I'm a fucking. Bo- I am a fucking pterodactyl, dude. All right, man. God shit. Stop. Anyway, but wow. I mentioned on the last episode that Black Lives Way to Blue was really awesome. As I said, even it was it's it, as the albums that I've ranked so far, it ranks up top two. It's in second place. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It is crazy because you would have thought, man, you didn't rank dirt that high. Well, in the top 10, it's there. You got to think that mm-hmm. in those top 10, that is everything that is pretty much eight and up. I haven't given an album a straight 10, unlike, you know, like uh, Joe Grimes. Um, <laughs> I feel no, that's the old floppy debit. There you go. The floppy debit right there. You know, Joe Grimes is a great guest. We can't wait to have him back here one day, um, on, like on some other projects. Really oh, fun. Wham. Really fun talking to that dude because I mean it, it this crew right here we have our own perspectives and everything and of course he's a drummer and he looks he looks and hears things entirely different so yeah. like you know, and that's really cool to have uh, uh have for this show because it like it, it causes really cool uh, dialogue but also the same for him the exploration like finding new things finding new songs new little tracks. <clears throat> Uh, that you haven't heard before that might end up making the playlist one day. So that's what we're going to do here today. The Devil Put Dinosaurs Here, fellas, was released. Ah, no, no. I got windows open. What am I doing? Get out of here. Please tell me this is all still recorded. It is. I I will call (laughs) Boss Hog, you son of a bitch. I will get him down here right now. This is what happens when we don't have a freaking produ- uh, like a producer running the show for a us. Producer. A producer. I, I thought producer. he was going to say Paducah. And hey, I was producer. like, well, man, what? What? what, what? Uh, the guy that is. I work with is from Paducah, Kentucky. <laughs> um, yeah, Bob Sock not- is not here uh, yep, to run the not- show for us like he did for the metal cast way back in the day. So um, Devil Put Dinosaurs Here was released on May 28th, 2013. Also, for uh, that little snafu, if you're not watching on YouTube, you have no idea what it was. You, the, that was entirely video. Basically, all of our faces got cut off and got <laughs> covered up by another window. <laughs> oh, should have just put like Andros there. Like, ha, 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 ha. I, I, I've, I've <laughs> almost done that once. And it, there was one supercast that we were going to do where you were like, I don't know, man. My, like, my webcam's giving me problems. I'm like, I'm, I'll just use that damn Andros picture. Because <laughs> I know Buckles, for him, I used his Facebook picture. So, uh, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, it, it was the one a long time ago where you were blue. Anyway, he was getting blown. Well, it well, it was He's the blue. Well, it he was well. I'm not going to say that because that sounds really wrong. <laughs> he was blown. I was going to say he was black, just... which gave way to blue. Mm, yeah, we. That's a hate crime. I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're on their way, Brandon. I, 
Might as well meet him at the door. I'm far too pale for that, my friend. <laughs> Next week, rank them all. Canceled. Anyway, <laughs> it was a Allison anyway. change. Anyway, I'm over here looking at my old profile picture. <laughs> Allisonchains.exe has stopped. <laughs> <laughs> this is absurd. Released in 2013, it was recorded from July 2011 to December 2012. Oh, that one. Um, and it, it ranks in at 67 minutes. In 16 seconds. It's a long boy. Uh, we have no songs close to the three-minute mark here, Tyler, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, I actually, and see, that was one of the fun things. I knew one of you guys was going to say something right away. And I actually, going through my lists, didn't complain about any of the song links for any track. Awesome. That's cool. We He is progressing. He, he vibed the songs that much that they didn't even stick out. Uh, it's yeah. too long. Yeah. Uh, we just, have, I vibed the whole thing. Yeah, we have three singles here, and we'll talk about those as we go along. Pretty much, uh, this album features uh, William Duvall kind of stepping up a little bit more in the, the forefront with some vocals while still uh, uh, maintaining a lot of those <clears throat> key sounds. It's some of those key sounds that Buckles was getting annoyed with with the last album, with the harmonies and everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, he sounds like the ones Nate's making. Yep, all those <laughs> rah, rah, old man noises. Those Sorry, Nate. Nate, Good you gosh. have a mute button. You can utilize the mute button to burp. Wow. Anyway, you're not currently talking nor hosting, so you can he's do hold, that. He's just holding his breath. Fine, I'll just hold my breath then. <laughs> <laughs> You just look at Nate's face is like blue and it's like, dude, take a breath. <laughs> oh, we are off to a hilarious start tonight, folks. Yeah, man. I can't wait to watch these back on YouTube. I cannot <laughs> yeah. fucking wait. It'd almost be funnier if Brandon put like uh like a camel barking or something <laughs> over my noises. You know? <laughs> like one of the clips. Like just cut it in. Anyway. How'd you guys feel about the first track? Uh, yeah, let's go to that real quick. Uh, <laughs> before we you, hit the tracks, uh, I was going to say that um, uh, that the album was pretty, very commercially successful. It, it debuted at number two on the Billboard 200, <clears throat> and uh, it was the highest charting position since the self-titled debuted at number one, and it sold 61,000 copies in its first week. And by July 31st of 2013, the album sold 120,000 copies. Uh, note that it's not too common anymore for albums to break the the, the gold and diamond mark. Like I just saw, uh, I think just it was because they don't get sold the same way. Yeah, well, because the, the we we live in a different era of streaming where a lot of people just stream them off of YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and those don't count towards sales. So, like I saw just like this is uh, this is unrelated but related because. Uh, they were celebrating, uh, like Fozzie was celebrating that Judas had just broke, had just gone gold, and Judas came out was twenty sixteen or something like that, like oh wow, a while Good ago, idea. and so that's crazy. I mean, you know, that song is their most successful song, but it took this long for it to actually, you know, go gold, and and I mean, that's something to really tout yourself on if you're like a rock band, metal band that it that isn't one of the most premier ones like Metallica or something like that. And while Alice is definitely up there, the the album sale market is just a lot different. So kudos on the band uh, for that. They were also nominated for the for, for Grammy uh, for Best Engineered Album, non-classical. 
<laughs> That's pretty cool. But yeah, uh I have I have some thoughts on that, but okay. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, um, let's just say that like uh, being nominated for a Grammy, while while pretty cool, is almost not what it used to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very true. Be that as it may. So uh, as we know, Allison Change is Jerry Contrell, William Duvall, Sean Kenny, and Mike Inez all back here. Uh, this is this has Jerry and Duvall as lead vocals. Uh, and Jerry's lead guitar. Duvall also has a guitar solo on Phantom Limb. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. He's kind of stepping up a little bit. And all songs are written by Jerry, except for noted. We have more songs now. And we'll try to I'll try to remember to to say those as we go along. But here we are, the opening track, Hollow, which was the first single off of the album. This first single came out December 18th, 2012. Right after the, you know, about about a week after the world was supposed to end. We here we get Hollow. Mm-hmm. And I'm really interested to hear what you guys have to say about this one. And I'm just, you know what? There was a lot of excitement from Ty, so we'll start with him. What do you guys say about Hollow? See, it's funny that you picked uh, on me first because out of the entire rest of the album, this is the only one that I didn't take a bunch of notes. Um, I think just overall, it's it's a really really good solid start. Um, I don't think I actually have ever heard the song on the radio, so. When the first time I listened to it was actually like the first time that I legitimately heard it. So, you know, I don't have a whole lot. I don't have a whole lot more to say uh, than it's just really solid. Buckles, what you got? I was going to say with any of the singles, I don't think I heard a single track off this album on the radio. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, any of them as singles, I didn't hear any radio play for. This to my memory. Um, yeah, which which is strange. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to no, cut you off, but I just remembered. You know, we talked about um, when we when we did Black Gives Way to Blue. It's like I'm still hearing the singles off that album. No, de- yeah, your, your decision and check my brain. Yeah, yeah, and there's a there's a bunch on here that I haven't heard at all. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd say that it's a very solid riff to start off. Real chuggy. The lyrics are like super nihilistic. Mm-hmm. For this one, um, I had the uh, comment that I'm not really all that optimistic that things have changed from what I disliked about the last album. <clears throat> so, like some of the the issues that I took with Black Gives Way to Blue being like the mixing, the vocals being buried, stuff like that, the double tracking on everything. I was, you know, looking at this with an open mind. I'm like, I'm listening to this going, well, this is the first track, and I'm already noticing things. So, mm-hmm. not really all that optimistic, but this isn't a bad song. I actually did hear this song on the radio. I heard it like right, like it was within days, and I was on night shift at the time. So I do distinctly remember. I think I heard it coming back home uh, around the time we were going to start our Christmas shutdown. It was late at night, Mm -hmm. and I I didn't have a podcast on or anything. I don't even think I was really listening to podcasts too much at the time. So I listened to the radio a lot more back then. And mm-hmm. it was like you know, it wasn't strange. Strange didn't work. Uh, you know, strange didn't work. Hey, my, my, my name is Strange. Mm. Yep. Uh, he, he he definitely left. Uh, <laughs> you know, he became well acquainted with my voicemail. He, he called me quite a bit. <laughs> See, I, like, I didn't I didn't have any encounter with Strange until I moved back to Lafayette. So this entire time I was living in Muncie. Mm. So I didn't I didn't encounter Strange until probably twenty. 2016. That's I, funny, man. <laughs> I swear that I was winning shit from Strange like every other week because I was the only person yeah, on. Because all, all the stuff I entered 
to win were all for the website, and I'm pretty sure I'm the only guy that actually bothered to go on the website and enter it. Yeah, yeah, because didn't you have to fill out like actual like yeah, like just like a little know, thing. Yeah, and it was like all your personal information, not just like a quick, like the quick newsletter shit. It's like mm-hmm. my name, my email, and it's like no, you actually had to put your information in. Yeah, like I won. Um, what did I win first? I, I believe I won the uh, hardwired to self destruct CD, and then I won uh, wings, etc. Like a fifty dollar <laughs> gift card to okay. wings, etc. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember that one. And then it, the after that, I won Master of Puppets reissue. I, I, I didn't need it. I didn't need it, but I'm like, well, what the heck, you know? You know, let's hear what this sounds like. And yeah, so uh, no, uh, this song anyway. <laughs> this, I never won shit. I, I heard the song, <laughs> and uh, on, on the on the radio, I thought I and I dug it back then, and I still dig it now. I like it. It's an old chunky style that harkens back to the classic days. Um, I felt like the vocals while being uh, all the way through harmonized almost, but they were a little bit more clean this time around. They're a little bit more dialed in. Yeah. Uh, when you listen to it, 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 it is buried in the mix a little bit, but I didn't have a hard time hearing it. And uh, ultimately with how chunky it is and catchy it is, this might be one of my favorites of the new era uh, overall. I, I thought it was a really good, very good opener. And Nate, what do you got? You got anything to add? So I, I agree definitely with what you were saying about it being a good opening track for the album. I love the chunkiness. One thing I think that they definitely do a <clears throat> differently. Black gives way to blue. I feel like they did a lot of utilizing of major chords. They were a little bit more uplifting when they were ending the tales of their tracks. So it was a little bit more positive on everything, even if it was sad and dark. Mm-hmm. This is in minor. It's evil. It's angry. It's got that like darker old grunge vibe like what you want them to bring and i and i i'm really happy with how the harmonies and the vocals are i think the bass really slays throughout using its low end to really sell the song as this evil like brooding first track it gets you ready to really listen to the album on Fortunately for me, it's much like a parachute. We've just launched the parachute, and there's only one way down. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, you didn't vibe it. <clears throat> rest of the album for me, we're gonna talk about it, but mm, they really struggled to keep my uh, excitement. We'll we'll get there, but really, I really loved Hollow. Um, it is a jammable track that I want to go back to over and over again. It's probably one of the few I would re-listen to time and time again off of this album. Cool. But, then what'd you rank it, bud? I gave it a 7.25. I gave it a 9.5. Buckles, what'd you give it? Bill 6. 6 and TY. 9.5. I just, it, it's too solid not to, you know, for sure, it's not the greatest song in the world, especially compared to the rest of their catalog. But post lane, I mean, it's as solid as it gets to me. I agree with you. Uh, they don't, but I agree. The next track, pretty done, which is pretty, which is uh, uh, describes my thoughts on the album. Well, this and, one I'm not a fan of. Um, so pretty done. Nate clocks in. You should, don't four. don't give it away your entire review for the album on the second Sorry, song, sorry. <laughs> I'll shut up. Anyway, anyways, this song's not a single. <laughs> no surprise there. Yeah. I'll, I'll go first this time around. Um, carries forward the new style with the salt and pepper of the old. 
that the last album brings forward. It, there's some decent riffs here, but it never quite get into second gear. Um, and we'll go to Nate. Uh, ultimately, this song for me is um, an idea that never quite takes off. I feel like they are in first gear and droning the whole song. And it's like, man, give me some kind of change or evolution. Bring it up a, an octave. Bring it down six octaves. Like, fucking do something that is not the... Yeah, I got you. It's just like, what's the best way to describe this? It's like asking for a really good, like, cheeseburger... And you want the perfect amount of cheese on that cheeseburger, right? But the chef is so horny for cheese that the inside of the burger is cheese. The bottom bun is cheese. The cheese, top yeah. bun is cheese. It's like too Everything cheese. is fucking cheese. And at some point, I'm having a little bit of cheese or a lot of bit of cheese with my uh, my my hamburger. You know, you open up the plate. The plate is cheese. You, you get off your chair. The chair is cheese. Yeah, it's like I'm having a side of hamburger with my cheese. You know, you turn to say something to VV is cheese. <laughs> My God, everything is fucking cheese. Ah! <laughs> I could say I could say some really inappropriate jokes. <laughs> don't do it. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. Don't. It's like you look over. You're like, oh my God, she's Swiss. Oh wait, no, she's not. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. Cheddar. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, as, as far Nate, as notes of Nate likes end, his cheese. Yeah, uh, I don't. I didn't have anything written about cheese, but um, the best <laughs> note I, was, uh, I would be a little <laughs> concerned if you, if you also let me check my. Let me check my notes here. Not a whole lot about cheese, but not <laughs> a fan my, of Check song. my cheese notes here. Um, no, I, the thing that, that stuck out to me is there's some weird like tones in the background, like bell tones or weird like I don't know if it's a wah pedal or something going on in the background. Other than that, than that, pretty done is pretty blah. Like it, there's nothing there. It is just okay. Next song. Next ranker, Tyler. What'd you think? Um, I I am not a fan of the song. I kind of said it a minute ago. Uh, the biggest note that I had is. The arrangement is just strange. Mm -hmm. I almost yeah. I almost feel like they start jamming and it's like, OK, this <clears> isn't <throat> bad. And then if you like just started looping one jam session, but it never stopped. And then they come back like the following week and it's still playing. And then they start yeah. jamming again. It's like, OK, well, that's really cool. We like that. Let's just keep that uh, in the loop, you know, and then you've got. Just a bunch of stuff that's like repeating the loop. I don't know. It's, yeah. Alice in fish. Yeah, it's the best way I have to to articulate it. I just it, the arrangement just, yeah. is too strange. Um, Cantrell was slated by saying there's some real fifth filth in there, and that's intentional. That's and that's also just the way we sound together. We're trying to make a, a record that we dig, and we're trying to keep the the bar high of ourselves and see if we mm -hmm. can't get see if we can't get past it. And I think that we did that on this album. Anyways, Ty, what'd you give it for a rank, bud? Five point five. Five point five. And buckles. 
said it's middle of the road and pretty nothing, it's a five. That's five. dead even. Well, Nate, we know you didn't think it was any good, so where'd you give it? It's exactly where these guys are at, though. Five Brando, point five point two five. Brando, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say Gouda? <laughs> you fucker! <laughs> You sliced me deep there. You cut the cheese hard. Brando's just, in, Brando's just sniping from the weeds there. He's just waiting. <laughs> well, <laughs> he know, just... I felt kind of bad about that other joke, you know, but it's like, you know, I, it, it's, it's not too bad, but it's not too not great. Okay, I'm going to get this one. This one. But anyway, I gave it a six. Uh, <laughs> pretty done. With this song, yeah, pretty done yeah. with this song. This song is also a single. It is, it's me. It's Stone. No, it's uh, what? It, it's just called. Stone. Well, uh, well, oh, he's t- he's not did talking you, to me. Did you say something to me, Skylar? Hey, uh, you remember the whole thing about the mute button? <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> God forgot about. You it. said like, what? And I th- I'm over here looking at like my notes, and and over here I'm like, well, wait. Uh, I, I kind of forgot because I remember once I hit the mute button in one of our previous casts <laughs> and then it wouldn't let me unmute. It. Oh, crap. And we no, had I remember to, that. And we had to totally stop the cast to get me to unmute. Right? Yeah, I remember. Uh, Stone was the next single released in March 25th of uh, 2013. I think I heard this once on the radio and uh, that's about it. Uh, but we'll start with Nate on this one. Man, is this song fucking sludge city the bass is just sludging trudging through it's got a lot of nice groove actually this is one of the songs again it it hits some cool things and i really like listen there's something to be said about a low bass that leads into a um like um (laughs) almost a gross uh, that's the word i want to use guitar Gross. Gross. Tyler's over here trying to play air guitar to it. Yeah, I was jamming in the background. No, but like, 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 I don't know. There's something about like a a filthy bass line that leads into a really chunky guitar that follows it that just gets my dick fucking extra hard. And it it does. It does. This, you know. I think I know what it is for sure. And and and, um it's like the opening to wood, right? Kinda fucking that bass line. Dude, we all love that song so much. And it's like, dude, you, you start to get great... it, you get just enough of it. And then the rest of the song. Sorry, I had to jump in before I forgot. I think there's a lot of noodling happening on the guitars because they weren't sure what to do. When a little, in reality, if you just sit back a little bit and just jam it out, it's going to be it's going to be a good vibe. Brando, what are you laughing about now? You cheesemonger. You said this song really gets my dick card. There's a lot of noodling here. I'm like, what the I'd fuck? like to point out that the first thing Tyler said was wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he really like emphasis on the wood? Accidentally like, very pornographic in here. Brando, I'm, glad you are, I'm glad you and I are the same mindset, Brandon. <laughs> Vocally, though, I like that. Um, the, uh, I fucking forgot his name. I want to call him Walter, but I know that's <laughs> William. William Duvall. William. Uh, Bill. Bill Duvall. 
if oh anybody God. is left out there who hasn't left this podcast yet, please stay tuned. We're good. We are going to rank the whole album. I promise. Yeah, we're hey, getting we're yeah. getting her back on track. Don't, don't worry, Poochie died on the way to his home planet. No Anyways, <laughs> uh, I, I I jam stone. It's not my favorite song on the album, but uh, it's not the worst song on the album. Buckles. Uh, I like the bass and the ending. I dig the riff, um, and really the riff kind of saved the whole song to me. The riff was the only thing noteworthy because. The other note that I have is uh, when in doubt, harmony. If not harmony, double track. Under no circumstances so the lead singer ever seen by himself. That's that's their t- that's their style. Don't ever 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 let the lead singer ever sing solo. It's funny because hearing a song coming up, he does. I know. I'm just that's what, <laughs> my note for this. One. Anyway, uh, um, he's like to this point, man. To, to this, this point. point, I was getting progressively angrier listening to this album, and not in a good way. <laughs> See, it, I'm just, yeah. and that's funny because, like, would you have felt this way had you have not just listened to all these weeks? Uh, where, blackest way to blue. Well, like all these weeks of like Allison Chains and being subjected to the same kind of sound over and over oh. again. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. not quite that, but the fact that, uh, kind of like I said in the last episode, if you're gonna be a new band, if you're gonna be, if you want to put your stamp on doing something different, then <clears> you're doing something <throat> different. Don't be so beholden to what you did before that you cannot try something new. Yeah. So. From what Jerry says, they're they're trying for both. They're they're trying to keep There's Alice a- there and make it sound noticeably Alice, but experiment. There's something to be said for that, but there's also something to be said for okay, that's not working. Um, and if you're going to try something new, you have to embrace the fact you're going to try something new. Otherwise, you get half-assed. Uh, you get a mix of this weird shit. And there's actually a point later on this album um, where I think you can actually hear Jerry Cantrell speaking directly to that effect uh, and to some of the critics of what I believe were critics to the pre- uh, the previous album and his take on that. And I don't necessarily agree with him, for one. Um, as far as this song specifically, as far as Stone goes, the bass and the riff saved the song for me. Otherwise, I it wouldn't have been much to me. Of anything ty did you get what you wanted to say or do you have more uh i like uh, a lot of what alex said except for me it was really positive i think the song was very catchy i love the sludge the riffs were super good um but i was just listening back at the beginning i don't really think that they're doing a whole lot of double tracking on this one i think more on this one specifically it's just jerry laying down like his track and it's at it's at a hundred percent volume and then i think the william duvall's he is at, at such an octave above jerry they just take his track layer it on top and then back the volume down just a little bit i think that's where it's at more than anything because if i just focused on just his audio it didn't sound bad you know See, that, but that's i definitely agree together it's not my favorite like that's kind of my 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 point is that they don't necessarily have to have that harmony in for every sure. song. Like it, it may not be double track, but it's the harmony then. You don't have to do that on every vocal of every song. Yeah. And it seems like for the last album and a half now that that's seems to be the mo. They want they can't be Alice in Chains without the harmony. That's what everybody established, or that's what everybody associates with Alice in Chains. Mm-hmm. But even back when they were doing the original stuff with Lane, they weren't doing it twenty four seven. Right, and I think they're just they're just trying to trying to force, trying to force it. It's almost like using crutches when you don't need to. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that goes to what I said before on, on the self-titled. There wasn't as much harmony, but his vocal tracks were doubled for the entire record. Mm-hmm. And it sounds I, 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 it sounds better to me when it's harmonied. But I definitely like you and me were almost saying saying the same thing, which it's that it's overused. Like mm-hmm. I I appreciate the harmony over the double tracking. Um, but like if if the argument is if we're going to be Alice in Chains, we have to do the harmony. Then maybe your best bet's not to be Alice in Chains. Be whoever it is you you are now. Be your right. own band instead of instead of trying to to hold yourself to the standard of this is what we did in the past, so we have to do it now. I wrote that the intro sounds very Devil's Dance into Black Sabbath. If you know those, I you, can. Oh yeah, yeah, I can hear that for sure. Uh, Devil's Dance from Metallica. Um, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom. But, 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 but. So, oh, man, it, just like just like <laughs> Ty said, I'm noticing more of Duval's vocals here, um, <laughs> and, and, and standing out a little bit. Even with the harmonies, his vocals are standing out a little bit more, as he said, with mm-hmm. doing with doing the like like the like the little pitch up. So, you know, I I, I dug the song uh, and I gave it an eight point five. Ty, what did you give it? Eight point seven five. I I really dug this one, man. Buckles, six and a half, six point five. And Nate, also an exactly six point five. I've got a biscuit. He decided to join us. Hey, as, biscuit. Even as even as sludge as this one, Nate, you didn't you didn't dig it. You didn't dig the sludge, man. Okay, bump it up to a fucking seven. No, there we talking go. into it. There you go. See that one. This one deserves it. It does deserve it. It has. Some I know I can't sludge. change Alex's mind. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie though. I will say, uh, Brando saying that it gives Devil's Dance vibes kind of also changed my tune a little bit there and makes me more willing to want to give it a better rank because it is Devil's Dancey. Hell yeah. Um, the next song isn't Devil's Dancey. It is Voices, and I believe this is the third single released in July of 2013. Voices is it, it, it's it's kind of your run-of-the-mill acoustic bluesy-ish uh jar of flies era kind of what kind of what they did on the last album uh but just doing it here again uh but i mean you know we said does that does that song on um on the previous album which i believe which one did we say that one was um lesson learned or no yes i think it was um is either that one or your decision? Um, maybe it was your decision. You're, yeah. Uh, but we said, you know, it's really good, but does it live up to what they did before? And yeah. you know, here, no, it doesn't. It's still enjoyable uh, to me. Um, but I mean, that's that's it. It gets to the point. Uh, sometimes when you're into a band, when you start noticing patterns uh, of things that songwriters do and what they bring to the table. And sometimes they kind of get a little repetitive. Uh, trust me, if you ever listen to uh, you know some great metal bands of old, uh, you'll definitely hear some of the same things, uh, you know, over, over and over again. But uh, buckles, voices. What do you got to say? Um, this is uh, Jerry singing lead, isn't it? I think so. I think uh, my first note was, "Oh, hey, Jerry, guess you're not immune to double track me either." This is the um, song exactly that we were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, at least he sounds he sounds less forced at this point. But I, honestly, the only thing memorable about the song to me was that Jerry was singing vocals. 
Um, I'm going to point out something that's going to give you a a bit of a reveal about my take on the album is that um, there's only two songs on the song that I actually remembered after listening to the album. Really? Yes. Like there's only two songs. If I, uh, after I finished like an hour later, if I tried to remember what I'd listened to, there's only two songs I could remember period. And this wasn't one of them. All right. T.Y., what did you think? See, some of the the double tracking the first time I listened to it, um, it definitely bothered me at first. Now, I said uh, previous in the episode that I don't think I've ever heard any of the singles. This one was you said this one was a single, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard I've definitely heard this one on the radio. Um I put the intro uh, intro just grabs you and then they they don't really change anything after that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not like um, I, don't, I don't know. It just just plug any anything from the past, even from the last album. It's like there were some really good buildups in in some of those songs. And this one's just pretty flat. Yeah. Um, but it's this is like the definition of radio rock for me. Mm-hmm. Pretty so. pretty cookie cutter, uh, kind mm-hmm. of for this style of song that they yeah. do. Nate, do you have anything to add? Um, this song gave me, you know, last episode we were talking a little bit, and more you guys, less me. We're talking about how this um, that album had vibes of Godsmack's acoustic album. That was me, yeah. This song has that vibe mixed with like 90s alternative, not grunge vibes. And kind of, um, kind of po- like alt rock post grunge, it's like, uh, a little bit of a maybe Smashing Pumpkins kind of. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like it also it's just written for the radio. It, yeah. it It's uh, basic manufactured. Yeah. Not really a lot of spirit put into it, you know um musically it does it leaves a lot to be desired i think like it's okay there's some cool vocal stuff happening but there's not anything that makes me go fuck i need to go back and listen to voices right now it's one of the best songs of all time like it's not it's not i i put it's not terrible it's just bland like it's just it just is not terrible just bland nate what did you rank it my ranking is a 5.5. And Buckles? Give it a 5.5 as well. 0.5. Tyler's taking a PP. Yeah, yep, he's taking a PP. And we'll get his rank in just a moment. I gave it a 7 because, I mean, it, it is enjoyable. Will it make the playlist? Man, uh, if I had to choose this or your decision, I would go your decision. Like that song vibes with me more than this one does. And there's nothing wrong. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing wrong I with this song. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Like there's, I don't feel like that. It's, it's that. bland potato salad, man. I don't feel like it's that bland as you guys say it is, but I also don't feel like that it gets anywhere in the realm that they have achieved with the style of song. So it's not memorable in any way. Like it's not gonna. It doesn't make you like Nate put a good brought a good point. It's not gonna make you turn and say, "I would put that back on. Let me listen to that again." Mm-hmm. Like, if you're driving around and you hear this play, are you gonna turn up the radio? Or are you gonna wonder where your exit is? <laughs> I mean, like if I'm if I'm driving around, I'm going. Well, I 
I left. I turned the oven off, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh shit. I'm more at this point. This came on. I'm more annoyed with the person driving in front of me than I'm listening to the music. If I'm looking for exit 26 ZX7. What the fuck is that? If this came on the radio, and it was this song, I'd be. I, I honestly, before doing this rank, I would be like, "Which Alice is this?" Um, I don't remember this one as much, and I mean, I would listen to it knowing that if I change the channel, there's probably going to be worse things out there to listen to mm-hmm. than than this song from Alice in Chains. I don't really feel like it's that uh, that level um, because you can easily, easily like uh, switch it over to like the local country butt rock station because now. <laughs> Uh, you know, we talked about butt rock, but now country stations, there, <laughs> country there, butt rock, yeah. there is That's a form genre. of country that yeah. has a fake drum track in it now, <laughs> and they rap. Yeah, yes, I don't, uh, yeah. Uh, you're right, you're right. So, yeah, country butt rock is definitely a thing. <laughs> like yeah, that's the first thing that Tyler heard when he came back. I, I tried to time that as well as oh I could. Oh my <laughs> god, biscuit! What the fuck? <laughs> Did he just that's, your pu- that's your punishment for belching earlier. Did he just lay a dookie? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he ripped ass. <laughs> Ty, are, like are you a, back with us? That's like an old man yeah, beer good. fart, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> oh god, I love it. Well, Nate's getting gassed out. <laughs> Ty, what'd you give this one? Um, which one, voices. which voices. one are we on voices? Um, I actually gave this one a nine A nine. Yep. Even, even with my, my complaints, you know, I had to think about the amount of time once I realized that it's a single and I've heard it on the radio. I know for a fact, I have the amount of times that I hear it played on the radio right now, like good for them. They're making their money, you know, and this, and, and they're doing their thing. So uh. Yeah, I've never heard it played on the radio. Just to fill you in, Nate and Buckles both gave it a five point five, and I gave it a seven. So I'm giving it a nine. Nine. Um, nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong. The next song has uh, uh, contributions from Mike Inez and Sean Kenny, along with Kentrell. The title track, "The Devil Put Dinosaurs Here." Uh, I will go first. Uh, the verses are not catchy at all. This, this this song is definitely a vibe, but I'm not sure if it vibes with me. Um, it feels like a to to do another Metallica comparison. It feels like a okay. The chorus gets kind of sing songy if you'd want to sing it, if you dug it enough to want to sing it, and it kind of feels like a low to era B side that would grow on you the more you listen to it. That is. If you wanted to listen to it again, <laughs> um, I feel like it could grow on me, but I don't really have a desire to go back to it. So, so does so does fungus. <laughs> no, <laughs> I see. Okay, because my rank here is not fungus. I don't think that it's bad. In fact, I I would dare say that my ranks here. I don't think anything on the album is bad. I you want bad? You listen to Strung Out from from Van Halen. You listen to <laughs> anything from Van Halen three. And you will you listen, redef- you will you redefine li- what you think is bad. You li- you listen to that the the under the un uh, the the hidden track from earlier in the, the Allison Chains. Oh yeah, that one, a love song or whatever it <laughs> love was. Love song. Um, but I mean, j- just just for comparison, note 
you know, before we did Van Halen, St. Anger was the lowest overall album rank, right? And then we did Van Halen 3. And St. Anger sounds like a masterpiece compared to Van Halen 3. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and this is Eddie Van Halen, one of the greatest guitar players of all time. This is Alex Van Halen, one of the greatest drummers of all time. Right. Okay? Two, two of the all-time greats are part of a, like, steaming pile of mush. Just absolute trash. It, it just it doesn't work on any, on yeah. any level. And uh, that's not anything that I think here. But, Buckles, make your argument. Why is this the worst thing you've ever heard? It's not. It's not even my worst track on the album. Okay. We'll do um, like, uh, then I, then I no, really can't uh, go on. <laughs> no, uh, don't, don't go too far. Um, <laughs> I, uh, the first thing I have was uh, lyrically, is, I detect sarcasm and allegory. This song is about Christianity. Hmm. Some and, interesting uh, lyrics here, which I'll yeah, let Nate oh, this, read. This is, this, is, this is all clowning on Christianity. And while I'm all for, I am all for clowning on Christianity, this song is a fucking mess. Like, this is a, like, it's droney, it's whining. This is one of the songs I remembered from the track, or from after listening to it, because it is grating as fuck. That chorus is whining. Straight up whining. <clears throat> it's one of the and, longer uh, ones on the album, too. That's actually the last one that I had written was, this song has no business being seven minutes long. <laughs> None. Has no business being seven minutes long. Um, No, I can remember the chorus from that. Honestly, out of musically, out of anything on this album, the chorus is what I remember from this because I disliked it that much. I, as I said, it's the only part of the song that's sing-songy, but would you want to sing it? No, it is just, it is so fucking whiny, and which you don't expect from, from Alice in Chains at all. Nate, what did you think? And did you bother to pull up lyrics to read the lyrics for this song? Yeah, uninspired. <laughs> I'm just um, beside myself. Like I, I like what they're trying to say. Obviously, I'm an advocate for the ending of. I mean, I get it. I might catch some flack for this, but religion is the cause of 99 of all world problems. When you get you down know, to the true root of it, I'm, a, so, I'm, in boat, I'm in the boat with you. I'll go down. I'll go down the river with you. So later. you know. Um, this song, well-intentioned at heart, but it is the worst song I have ever heard Alice in Chains write and perform and actually like think they're trying. Um, I did not like the chorus. I do not like the verses at all. I think, like I said, lyrically, they have a good idea, which, okay, I'm about. But there's nothing that strikes me to go back five, six, seven, eight, ten times to listen to this song. I'm I, struggling to just get through it the one time when I listened to it in the first go. Yeah. I've listened to it one time since just to make sure I wasn't too in the wrong headspace and just being a judgmental dick of the song. And I don't yeah. like it. I did the same, the thing. same <laughs> vibe. I'm not a fan. So yeah, that's what I have to say. T.Y. Man. Okay. So first thing. Let's let's dial back the track just a little bit. Let's change my previous rank to eight five. Okay, you want to change the nine voices? Na- doing a little bit, do a little bit of reflection here. That's a little bit. Um, His soul searching. That's a little excessive. Well, hi. Um, now going into the title track here. I'm going to hit you with a little bit different perspective. I have listened to dozens and dozens and dozens of Tool and Primus songs 
that drone and whine and have the same exact vibe that this song does. And there's nothing wrong with it. You're not wrong, but this isn't Primus or Tool because I'm not listening to these. I'm not listening to this album expecting to hear Primus. But that doesn't make it a bad song. No, but it makes it a bad song on this album. I, I disagree. And this is an example of hold on, hold on. I know how to settle this. Let me say what Buckles doesn't quite know how to say in this moment. This would be a good song if it wasn't an Allison Chains song. For sure, but that it doesn't ha- make it a bad song. But it doesn't make it. I would a- say I would say it would be a better song if there were other people performing it, maybe. Okay. Like I could see somebody like Tool making this sound decent because that's more along the lines of what I would expect to hear from that. Um, something drony or, you know, having that chuggy uh, drone almost to it, I could see from Primus because that's honestly what I would expect. But it, it, it takes it takes away from it for me to call Allison Chains whiny. Because that's not what I expect and not what I would ever hope to hear. It's like, um, let's say if Tool wrote Turn the Page. Would it be a bad song? Not necessarily, but it would sure as hell sound a lot different, and it wouldn't it wouldn't be what you would expect to hear from Tool. I don't expect to hear Metallica play Pudding Time, and that wouldn't make it a bad song. But I wouldn't want them to play it either because it wouldn't come out right, or it wouldn't come out the same, and it wouldn't vibe with the rest of what they were doing. You could also just not listen to it. You know, you can I, choose not to listen to music that you don't care for that doesn't make it good or bad i'm not saying that these are good or bad i'm just saying this is what i this was my opinion on the song specifically none of my i wasn't personally attacking you either i'm just saying in general that's that's an interesting good or bad no it's a good point about what we're doing here because none 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 of our rankings reflect the it's our opinion on the song it's Mm -hmm. not reflecting the quality song i can't play a damn i can play some drums i can't play a damn thing near what any of them can play I can't re- reproduce any of this shit. I can't sing worth a fuck. So I have no business criticizing anybody's musicality. I just didn't like the song. <laughs> um, well, to finish my yeah, uh, box off, I love the song. You're more power to you. I'm glad you. I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that. I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it. Uh, because that's the point of a record. That's the point of the album. What did you rank it, T.Y.? Yeah. 8.5. 8.5. Buckles, what did you rank it? Give it a three. Three. What about you, Nate? 2.5. What? 2.5. 2.5. Copy, paste. Tyler Tyler's like, copy, paste, Nate. I gave it a six. So we're somewhere. I'm somewhere there in the middle. Uh. The next track, Lab Monkey. Last album we had Acid Bubble. This album we have Lab Monkey. I'll go first. Okay, you go first. Lab Monkey, bass funky. I enjoy the vibe of this. Crash song. <laughs> like God, I, God, I, God I was. Now I want to go listen to Beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I was jamming. It's a dope track. I enjoy the lyrics. I think they tell a. A uh, kind of a fun little story. Um, it isn't a suit, you know, for the songs that being the length that every song on this album is, it's not the longest song. So I kind of enjoy that as well. It's 
kind of close, but um, I just kind of enjoy that brooding. Something about the brooding vibe this song gives is just right in my wheelhouse of like, hey, I might not always listen to this song, but on occasion I may in fact go back and uh, lab monkey, bass monkey. You know, I just... <laughs> Buckles. Um, just to hit the highlights on my notes here, I has a cool chord progression at points. Um, I didn't care for the vocals in the least. Uh, <laughs> this this is the point where I thought I was kind of getting angrier as so I was listening to this because I have written down this this song is a cauldron of bubbling nothing. <laughs> um, I did write that I would rather have this. I would have enjoyed the song more if it was instrumental. And I can say that for a few songs on this album that. Honestly, I the riffs and Cantrell's guitar work are what gives the song. That's why I hadn't up until the last song I hadn't ranked anything below a five. It's because I still like the guitar work and I like the music. It's just putting the actual song together that I didn't care for. Uh, but this one specifically, I actually noticed that I would probably like this more if this was just an instrumental. Ty, what do you think? I I didn't think of it that way, but I really kind of like what Alex just said about taking this and turning it instrumental. I think that would, would for sure improve it. Uh, I kind of like, I like what Nate said too. It's really funky. Um, you know, I put in my notes that here's another strange arrangement. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really dug it. I wrote it's decent enough, but doesn't seem to de- develop into anything. Yeah, I, I would agree with that for it, sure. It almost kind of sounds like um, uh, pretty done from from a while ago, where like there's some good yeah. stuff here. It just doesn't really seem to go anywhere enough for it, me. Cauldron of bubbling nothing. <laughs> um, I think it's a little bit better than a cold than than like a bubbling a bubbling cauldron. Uh, so much that I thought it was just a tad bit better than the last song. I gave it a six point two five. Ty, what did you give it? 7.5. And Buckles. Remember what I said about this not being the, the last song, not being my worst song on the album? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a two. <laughs> a two. And Nate. I gave it a 6.75. Lab Monkey, Bass Funky. Lab Monkey, Bass Funky. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to stop this. I'm going to get off of here and I'm going to listen to fucking Beastie Boys just because of you now. Well, for some of us here, it seems like this album's really hitting a low ceiling. So that's the next the name of the next song. <laughs> okay, I want the first one on this one here. Okay, um, because go. I mentioned I mentioned something earlier about this. This is the song I was talking about where it seemed like Cantrell uh, making a point or having something to say. Um, the it took me a few minutes to like actually catch up to it. The lyrics are about being compared to the past. This is about being compared to OG Allison Chains mm-hmm. about having a low ceiling in the floor and all that. It's about being, you know, kept at a certain level and not being able like it's them responding to critics that they don't sound enough like their old self or that they're putting them in a box. Um, to which, I mean, I understand that's a valid that's a valid reaction to a criticism. Mm-hmm. However, um, I like the lyrics more than the vocals, and this still felt like every other song on the album to me. And I think the last comment I made was, sorry, dude, you're getting told this is a step down from OG Alice and Chain because it is. I wrote, it's a 90s rock sound with some Sabbath tones here and there. It's not bad. The music is a little bit more engaging than the last song. So that's a plus for it. T.Y., what did you think? I, 
listening to just a couple bits of it here. Um, I really like how Jerry, um, sorry, I couldn't get it to stop. Uh, I really like how Jerry kind of stands on his own um, in this song, but it doesn't make it a, this one for sure. Um, I agree with you guys. It's, if it was 90s rock, it might, but not not today. This this is not, you know, they're better than this. Nate? Uh, I thought Low Ceiling had some nice uh, transitions from different parts of the songs, which is really, you know, uh, I find myself struggling a lot of times to understand certain songs when they shift from one thing to the next. Not necessarily with Alice in Chains, just in general, like, Certain bands, I'm just like, why did you go from that to that? Doesn't really gel with me. But this song, I'm like, I like the uh, subtle adjustments in the riff. I like the cutout moment that kind of opens up the song. I like any time a song drops the bottom out, you know. Um, but uh, I gave low ceiling high marks. Okay, then what'd you give it? Seven. That's seven. And T.Y., what'd you give it? 6.75. And Buckles. So not far off. Just a six. Not a offensive. Six. So. I gave it a seven as well. Uh, yeah, nothing offensive here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that song also featured um, a musical uh, input from Sean Kenny and, and uh, Mike Inez. Next song, Breath on a Window. I wrote some interesting... But ultimately, straightforward stuff here. Again, nothing bad. Nothing bad here. Um, I I maybe rank this a little high for what it is, but I I did enjoy it more than the last three songs combined. So I'll shift it over to Nate first this time. Uh, my only note is where is Jack Black coming out to say I told you to do the bendy every once in a while because that's. <laughs> First thing on the song, I don't think I can yeah. think of. It's like, yeah. yep. every once in a while. Uh, I'm I don't in know. one to nothing. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> uh, but I like the drums in the chorus because they're like different than the majority of the album where it's a lot of straightforward beats. They are, you know, all over the place with the toms. Uh, but this sounds like a Velvet Revolver song. Yeah, dude, I, I I have that in my notes. I thought the same thing. That's all I got. All right, Ty Velvet Revolver. Yeah. Care to, do you care to elaborate on that? Nope. I I, I think that's the the <laughs> nope. Teasing. <laughs> you get the Dean, um, the Dean Ambrose. Nope. <laughs> nope. That I plead the fifth. But. Uh, no, towards that the tail end of my notes on the previous song, you know, it, it ended up being just kind of bleh. You know, it could be better. And my first note on this one, bleh, but on a window. Bleh on a window. <laughs> bleh oh, on a window. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> you know, interpret that however. But um, I do, I do get major Velvet Revolver vibes from this. And, you know, it... I would say it fits, but that was 2006, man. That sound, that sounds back in 2006. So oh, six called. They want their riff yeah. back. Oh, six called. You know, we know where this one's from. 
Um, Buckles? But yeah, not not terrible, just not great. Buckles. Um, I had a weird note of, uh, after the last song, continuing with our HGTV theme. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, I like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this week on This Old House. Property on, Brothers. Uh, like, this honestly, Old House on I, PBS. <laughs> Full disclosure, by this point in the album, I wanted the album to be over. Like I was just like trying to come up with notes because I didn't want to listen to more of the album. Yeah. Um uh, speaking of themes, another song that sounds the same as the last with the cool riff and more double tracked harmony with wah pedals in the back. Um, and honestly, the most damning criticism I can give to any song is that this song isn't even over yet, and I've already forgotten it. Yeah, this one's this one's definitely not good. Yeah, I, I it is a real true stinker. <laughs> Thanks for blowing my ears out, Nate. Appreciate that, buddy. You're very welcome. See, <laughs> his Amish ears are impervious to sound. <laughs> his Amish ears. <laughs> we were Alex and I. My, my, my ears are full of holes. <laughs> we went to you know we went to the zoo on Friday and there was the, the, the Amish community and it's like I'm told like three people like man I just felt like Nate should have been there. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Fuck you, bro. I'm teasing, my man. I'm teasing. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I can't I, churn Nate, butter. You? I can't I churn you. butter. <laughs> I tried to fucking milk the cow once. Are those black a, New was... Balances, my man? Those are fucking dripping. A man. I gotta say, just on that topic really quickly, I felt for those motherfuckers because it oh, was like God, it, it was, was like hot, ninety man. fucking degrees out there, those man. Poor and there people. And that, oh my God, and Nate. But oh, uh, yeah, goodness. Nate. The my cow's bad. the cow's name is Norman. <laughs> I was gonna say Nate tried to milk a bowl. <laughs> Nate tried to milk a bowl. Kingpin. Fucking city slickers uh, too, man. I thought yeah, I'd help out, so I thought, you know what, milk the cow. I'm down there. I'm pulling. I'm tugging. Nothing. Not a. Not a drop. The cow's name is Norman. I'm gonna go wash it. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie in forever. Oh man. Yeah, man. It's been a long time since I've watched either of them. They're great, great, they're, they're great movies. Good movies, them. though. Yeah. Morning, you're what? Anyway. Um. <laughs> anyway. Buckles, what's your rank? just like i said earlier when a song is dead even in the middle of the road and i don't remember anything it's a five okay it's nothing <laughs> anti y i gave this one a 5.5 only because um there was a couple guitar licks in there that that were that i hadn't heard um elsewhere on the album but otherwise it's a uh, definitely 5.5 nate 3.75 i guess oh, i like I, I guess i like velvet revolver i gave it an eight um the next track, Scalpel. Or scap or yeah, scalpel. Scalpel. Yep. Scalpel, if you will. Hey, scalpel. If you See if you're nasty. Scalpel if you're nasty. This is another one with Sean Kenny and Mike Inez on the credits. Uh this is uh, a this is a, this is another one that has it's that acoustic stereotypical acoustic AIC. However, I thought it was really neat how well they were able to capture 90s tone here. It, this sounded damn near in tone with what you would have heard out of the grunge movement from the 90s and 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 therefore 
while I can't really place voices and scalpel apart from each other right now in my memory, I do know that the tone made me like this a little bit more, but yeah, that, that a little that. a little bit more doesn't necessarily grant it much uh, on top of what I gave it. So, Buckles, what did you say? Um, that it was a little, it's a little country tinged to me. Yeah. And, uh, unfortunately country tinged, nothing is still nothing. Um, it could, <laughs> like, be, it, it could be it, like we said with the, with the fake drums <laughs> and the rapping country that's be, out there. Kane but, Brown, whatever his yeah, name is. It but could country, be that. But country. Sure. Uh, yeah, but country. <laughs> I remember that. That was a, uh, what Avenged Sevenfold song, right? But country. Um, <laughs> Nate just fucking starts screeching. We look up and he's in crab pose. How dare you, sir? How dare you? He just scuttles across the fucking screen. Yeah. Oh, butt country. That's fucking good shit. That's good, man. Oh, God. Now, just, okay. So how many of you have seen uh, uh, Fear and Loathing? Oh, absolutely. Just, yeah. ima- just imagine, we can't stop here. We can't pull over here. This is butt country. <laughs> <laughs> um, An endless avenue of asses. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's all I have to say about this song. <laughs> Nate. Yo, I thought this song was... Um, it... <sighs> You know what it made me think of? It was like um, an undone track or a forgotten track from the Jar of Flies mm-hmm. sap era. Like that they were like, hey, do you remember that song we were going to do that we never finished? You want to put some lyrics to that shit? Maybe. OK. And then like they were like, eh, it's a little too droning. Maybe we should be a little darker and change it. No, let's be uh, light no. and happy. OK, that sounds good. Oh, it's so confusing. But yeah, I. Um, the song was only okay for me. It was the very middle of the road, like Buckles would say. Yes. Yes. I I um I didn't love this one, but it's definitely one um on my my piece of mail note card here. Um, you know, and I really love what you said about uh capturing kind of that nineties tone. Um this is definitely the most grunge like this makes me feel grunge, but still not super high. No, you know it, it, it. It's not completely in there, but but from like okay, the not in terms of the way they're playing the song, but mm-hmm. in terms of tone. For a second, yeah. I thought I was listening to the intro to Pete and Pete. <laughs> wow, you know, Ooh. and so like it, again, not the fact that it sounds like that, but I'm like, oh wow, they're almost there. There, but mm-hmm. it definitely put me there. Uh, what'd you give it, Ty? Um, seven point two five. Seven point two five. Same here. I gave it the same as well. Nate, what'd you give it? Nice. A five. Five. The road and buckles. A five. A five. Six point five. Six point five. Six point five. In fact, hold on. Six point five twice. So that's a thirteen. No, God oh, no. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm just checking. Uh, I heard that's a thirteen. So <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and add that one. <laughs> Um, if We're I gonna give this one a positive score. <laughs> now my next song is gonna be a negative seventeen. Just to, nope, just to, <laughs> nope, can't even it. Um, if I didn't say Sean Kenny and Mike Inez also had input on that song, the next song has everybody, including a lyrics and solo from William Duvall, 
Uh, and this song is called Phantom Limb. And I will let Tyler go first. Um, I won't gush about this one because I want to. Um, but in my notes here, it's a heavy jam that just grabs you and won't let go. Happy to see something that they themselves are happy to play. You know, I can definitely feel the energy in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm right there with you because I feel, because this is the longest song on the album. This is seven mm-hmm. minutes. Yep. And it's seven minutes and I didn't hate it. Yeah. 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 See, and that says a lot right there. So uh, it, if you look at my ranks, I gave breath on a window an eight. Maybe it doesn't deserve it. Maybe it's maybe that is a that's a reactionary rank from the lower bar that we've been setting the lower ceiling, <laughs> so mm-hmm. to speak. That we yeah. that 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 we've been having. The fact that as soon as this song started, it got my attention. Yeah, I was like what yeah. is this? And it, I said it's heavy. It's a really good track that probably goes a minute and a half longer than it needs to, mm-hmm. and it probably doesn't deserve the rank that I'm going to give it. But I liked it enough despite its length. And I thought it was different compared to almost anything else on the record. And if there's a song on the album that is going to be that different thing that Buckles keeps speaking of that sets itself apart from older, it's this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pass the baton to Buckles. What do you got? Um, I do like that there's a different tempo to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's, it does sound different than the other songs on the album. Um the vocals aren't buried except uh, the verse, the verses aren't buried at least. Um, although it's, I have it all caps. I don't remember. I'd be you know, completely forthwith. I don't remember the song other than my notes for it. I have in all caps, even the quiet parts are double tracked. Why? Um, and then I also have in all caps. Why does every song have to be six minutes plus? <laughs> um, by this point in the album, did literally, I write I, this review? Dude, by this point <laughs> in the album, I was like, I'm like looking at my phone, like I need, I want this to be over. I have three songs to go. God, I got I got to get through the next two songs. Like I wanted to turn this off by this point, and I don't know. I can't. I feel like that colors my review in the sense that like I almost wasn't. I, mean, I was I was struggling to pay attention to the song because I wanted to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to turn the whole album off and go do something else. Um. But it did. It did sound different. It did have a different tempo to it, so I did give it a little bit better score than I had in the others. Nate, I think this song catches a really good vibe, like the energy of the song. Like you said, as soon as you hear that riff, you're like, "Whoa, where was this the rest of the album? Where was more of this in the album?" Because if there was more of this throughout the album, I'd probably be giving everything good scores. But um, I like the dichotomy of the vocals that happens throughout. They are able to channel that screaming. They're able to channel the soft talking. They can sing it beautifully. Like they're channeling all their different little parts that make them Alice in Chains. I'm just struggling to be. I don't know what the word is. Sold on the fact that there's instant replayability. It doesn't make me want to go back and listen a thousand times over. And I think that's where I'm having a little bit of a disconnect, but I do really enjoy the song. What'd you rank it? I gave that bad boy a 6.75. And Buckles. Six. T.Y. 8.25. 8.25. I gave it a nine. 
And let's and let hold on. Let, I need let we did we didn't nobody gave him his flowers, but Duvall's solo is fucking banging on the song. Let yeah, me add. I'll give you that. I'll give yeah, you that. Like sure. he okay, like more of that though, too, also as well. For sure. I really I really dug the song and it got my attention for the latter part of the album, only for the next song to come in and take it away. Whew. Yeah. Um, wow. So the next song, uh Oh, I'm 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 really happy to hear you say that, Brando. It's called so "Hung now. on a Hook," and I was on such a high from the last song. I'm like, man, yeah. that you know, seven minute long song here, you know, and I wasn't ready for it to end. I was really dug into the riff, and there's nothing wrong with the lyrics. I I, I was I was headbanging along with it on my home, and then this song comes on, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm, uh, yeah, huh, what, yeah. And okay, so what I'm going to say about "Hung on the Hook," and I'll go first. It has the elements of what could make a great Allison Chain song. They're all here. You can hear them in there, mm-hmm. but they're not all played at the same time, or at least it might be seems like if someone's playing something different. Uh, <laughs> the chorus riff and vocal pattern clash, and I, and upon re-listening to it, I think the drums. All I, I think there's a. They're, dip, they're playing on different beats or they're, they're played at an odd time signature or something is not mm-hmm. gluing together here because this song could have been really standard down the middle and they decided to for some reason uh maybe they maybe they uh maybe they had this song and then when they went to go and uh, mix the album they accidentally put a, a guitar track from a different song entirely and that's what's on here i don't know but yeah, that, it man. sounds that weird to my ears and this is my lowest rank on the album and it, because it's not pleasant to me it's um when i you some of you guys have gone pretty low on some of this stuff and i don't think anything here is 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 in the twos to me uh, and and I didn't rank this as as, as a two, but uh, it damn near close. I gave it a three. Just spoiler alert. Uh, Ty, I'll go to you first. I'm I'm not far off from you. It's just it's that it's almost that like um like that center like that center treble. It's just it, like it makes me it's uncomfortable to listen to because I'm, I'm still trying to get it to stop here, of course. But uh, yeah, d- uh, why? This this one's like why, why? When you're editing something and putting it together, and it's like you know what, that's ready to go. How? No, no one, no one stopped him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. He looked around the room like, okay, y'all, y'all good with this? <laughs> like, okay. I didn't realize you know? this, I didn't realize this album was being mixed by Colonel Tom Parker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mr. Bean. Mr. Yo. Bean mixed this one. <laughs> you know, not I I mean I'm right there with you, Brandon. You know, I, I hate to give anything like a two, but god damn it. What is this? Just for a little bit more context, too. If you look at the rest of the album, there is some good you know, as far as um, streaming metrics, uh, Stone, 14 million plays. Uh, Voices, Voices has 10. 10 million plays, and you get down to this. I'm going to hook as less than 2 million plays. Oh, 
It's like that, oh, wow. that you're struggling at that point. That's Almost like, everybody yeah. is skipping this song. Yeah. Even the ones who are listening, just listening to the album. Um, Go for it. Buckles. Yeah. <laughs> I have two notes. Um, one, I'll be happy to give different criticisms when you give me different songs. Um, two, not going to say the song perform euthanasia. <laughs> which is pretty much the lyric from the track. Not going to save me perform euthanasia over and over and over and over and over again. Damn, not going to say this song, perform euthanasia, please. Nate? <sighs> this, I, like- I one note, this song is five minutes going on five hours, and I'm not here for it. It's entirely too long. You're like, wait, I'm only a minute and a half into this song. I feel like I've been listening to it for six minutes. no. Please, no, God, no, there's five minutes left in this five-minute song. I just know ah, I've already listened to two verses. How are there still five minutes? And then <laughs> and the five minute never goes away. It's always five minutes, and you're like, What the fuck is happening? I'm confused. Yeah. And you skip forward in the song, expecting it to be a different time. And guess what? Now- there's still five minutes left. And then they don't you understand. And the chair is cheese. God damn it, Tyler beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait I, a I, I gave the her a three point seven five. 3.75 from Nate. I gave it a three. Buckles, what did you give it? Solid three. A three. And T-Y. Three. Three. I'm, I'm fucking right there with you on this one. It is not. Nah, dog. Struggled. Well, it's, it's, it's a no for me, yeah. It's a no for me, dog. dog. <laughs> what I will say is the next song uh, redeems it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Comes back up, ends the album on a better note than this. Um, and it seems like it was a single, but it wasn't. Uh, the song is called Choke. And I do believe <laughs> I do believe that. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Nate's got something to say about that. <laughs> or he's just pantomiming. Either, they either have they, something to say or he's having uh, a seat. For one they <laughs> uh, choked. <laughs> <laughs> on the end of this album they um maybe choked on a dick at the end of this album <laughs> like wow. they might wow. i mean they they the last song i'm not a fan so so you, so you didn't like it and then, then no i don't <laughs> like puddle of chains i'm not a fan of puddle Dude, of chains that, that i put like, that in my notes puddle of mud oh what? my God. question mark Having seen Puddle of Mud live, that's 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 mean. That's very cruel. I think it's Puddle better Mug than Puddle remembers. of Mud. <laughs> I the lyrics really vibed with me on this one. Uh, I got a really big vibe from it. The the go then if you don't feel right living in our home, choking eat your pride, eat your pride alone. Um, you know, needless tension the walls around you. Built before you came to tear them down. It was you I found. Take some time to think it over. It was hard to walk this road we mined. Then it's time to say goodbye. Uh, There was some stuff here that when I listened to it, I was like, okay, I kind of vibe it. It's not, it's not the greatest song on the album, but uh, that's the thing about music that the, some, some stuff hits us differently than others. And, some of us are just tired of the album and we want to turn it off. So um, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. And I think my rank 
maybe a little bit higher than what I would do it, but in response to the previous song, it's a damn godsend. So, Nate. Oh, absolutely. Nate, I'll let you go first. Why did you hate this song? I don't know. I just felt it was very... um... You don't end like I, I struggle when albums end on a uh, I, I, I think um, albums that end on these soft spoken notes when you've already had a lot of soft kind of songs make mm-hmm. you feel like it's more of an emo thing and less of like a hard rock band thing. And I'm like, OK, like I get it. I love when Allison Chains brings it down and gets soft and, and, and taps into the real and all that. But there's just already been too much of that, I think, in this album. And for me, this is just like if this would have been on the last album, maybe I would have had a different opinion. But I'm already kind of over this album at this point. And this last song, I'm just like, can we be done now? Like, can we do anything but listen to this song? Uh, But honestly, it was just not just not attractive vibe with me. I think they. kind of phoned it in is really what I want to say. I feel like this is a phoned in track. I love the lyrics, but I think musically speaking, it's all phoned in T-Y. stock drums. It's fucking stock. Okay. Lars T Y. What'd you think? I think, and, and, and tell me what you guys think here, but this is definitely, if, if I wasn't as diehard of an Alice and Jane's fan as I am, you could almost not convince me that this isn't a Seether track. Ooh, yeah. You know, I like, I got you like any of Seether's like last three or four albums, like straight up, you cannot convince me this isn't on one of those albums. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, sure, it, it's not a terrible, it's not a terrible song by any means, but it's almost six minutes of, you know, like Nate said, fucking stock drum track. Like, what is that? You know? So I hate this kind of sound like I'm shitting on it, but you know, I, 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 I'm with Nate and Alex on this one. I haven't even said anything. Yet. I know. I just, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, but, um, yeah, it's just not this, this is definitely like, no wonder the ceiling's low. Lower that ceiling buckles. Um, I'm going to read you the one note that I have for this song. I honestly have no notes for this song that are any different from the rest of the songs I've ranked for this album. I feel like I've heard this song in various forms for the last hour. Exactly what I'm saying. When you bring the same droning on and on and on again on the same album. Like I stopped caring 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Thank you. All right. What'd you rank it, Buckles? Uh, Again, I was barely paying attention to it. Five. Buck and T.Y. Uh, I gave this one a five. Or, uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, 5.75. Nate. $3 bill, y'all. Gave it a 7.5. Well, it's at least that's the worst album. <laughs> I gave it a 7.5. And that concludes the ranks. Bloodletting. <laughs> so on the last episode, I want to go back to the last ranks real quick. On Black Gives Way to Blue, we did not say what the highest ranking or lowest ranking songs were. We kind of forgot. We we were running late and we kind of wrapped it up. So, uh, did you know that for the very first time, we have a, well maybe not the first time, but we have a tie for the highest ranked album for Black of Widow Blue, and it's not like a ten. It's not even a solid oh. number. In fact, we gave both of these songs 
completely different ranks. And we got the same damn number out of it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. And stop stop teasing us then. <laughs> so check my yeah, rating and your decision both got nine point three seven. Weird. And like both. exactly, not like okay. no rounding. No, okay, so ch- so check my brain. Check my brain. I gave it a ten. Nate gave it an eight point seven five. Tyler gave it a nine point two five, and Buckles gave it a nine point five. Mm-hmm. Your decision, I gave it a ten. Nate ten. Tyler ten. Buckle seven point five, and they still that's what yeah <laughs> matched. That's crazy. Wow. So what does it end up on this show? Uh, where do we? How do we? How did it rank out? Let's put uh, some lipstick on this pig. <laughs> I'm looking. Uh, the highest ranked song is "Hollow." That does that does not surprise me. And the second highest ranked is "Stone." Mm-hmm. Also doesn't surprise me. The highest ranked Hollow, Hollow Stone. Hollow gets an eight, and then uh, Stone gets a six point or seven point six. The rest is kind of all in around the fives and sixes. It's a very middle of the road, very nondescript album. Uh, Hung on a so, Hook yeah. gets a three point one eight, and I got to go back to the self titled. That ranks that ranks lower than anything on the self titled. What about uh, in comparison to Love Song? We didn't rank Love Song. Oh, I, that's right. I refused I was to rank that, it. I was the one that gave it a score. That's right. Maybe for the bonus track, we may. If you want to, on the on the final episode <laughs> next week, we can we can I, actually um, rank that song and and not have it I, bring it bring the entire thing down. Well, I, as I recall, mine was just like a a, a group of letters and words. No, okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's just uh, static. So uh, my, I think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The ranking I gave it was 75 Q Texas vomit emoji. <laughs> okay. There you go. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> my devil put, put the dinosaurs here. Rank is 7.08. Nate's is 5.29. Tyler yours is a 7.06. And buckles 4.95 with an average master rank of 6.09. And does that beat 6.09? Niner. Uh, self-titled got a 6.5. So that is the lowest. Then. And Music Bank, the extra songs got a 6.72. So, so it is, is it that? that it is the that lowest. Is the lowest. Yeah, to Devil right. Put mm-hmm. is the lowest so far, guys. Uh, very interesting track here uh, that we're on because we have one more uh, to go. On to Rainier Fog. Yep. Rainier fog, Rainier fog. I think it's supposed to be Rainier, being Rainier, Rainier Washington, not Rainier. Yep, uh, not Rainier. Um, there's Rainier. I really like the the um art for the the yeah I, album cover. I do God, too. I was, I, I, I was gonna say I like the album cover for this one. I mean, the title track, the name, and the art on the album cover is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. How you got the but, skulls and it makes you put them together yeah. and it makes mm-hmm. a big triceratops skull. And then if you look at other art with it and it's got like a more invisible skull and if you look at them both together, it makes like a devil face. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a it's song. There's a song on the next album. It, it, it starts off with the one, you know, so it's that one Allison chain song, you know, and then there's Oof. another one called drone. Yeah. Um, actually before, since I have not listened to this album yet, can you tell me what the singles for this album were for in your fog? 
Uh, gig, gig, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious to listen to see if I, that covers my opinion on it. Give me a second, because there's also a song on here called Maybe. And Fly. There's <laughs> just some really interesting song titles for, for Rainier Fog. Anyway. Um, there are. Is there, a song, is there a song called Butt Country? <laughs> there is not. So there are four singles for Rainier Fog that we'll talk about next week. And the first one is the one you know. And then it's So Far Under, Never Fade, and then the title track, Rainier Fog. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to talk about that next week here on the show. Pretty excited to dive into that because I haven't listened to that at all. I, Same. I may I'm not listen to it at all. Yeah. I may have heard the one you know as like when it first came out, and then I didn't hear anything else. So it's going to be very interesting uh, uh, to, to dive into that with you guys uh, and do that nice exploration phase that I talked about at the beginning of this episode. But once again, uh, Nate, Tyler, Buckles, thank you once again for joining me uh, here on this ride of going through Allison Chain's uh, discography and ranking them all. It's been an awesome ride. And I want to thank all you guys out there listening at home or watching at home. Uh, it's been an interesting one, to say the least. We started off definitely off the rails. And by the time we got on the rails, there wasn't anything cool to talk about. <laughs> we just <laughs> that's, that's the way it goes sometimes. But all of you out there, if you made it this far, you probably know where to find us. But, Nate, could you remind them where we all are? Get them on all. Get us on all those different podcasting platforms: uh, a- Apple Music, Podbean, Spotify, Castbox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Uh, you can use Alexa to search for Rank 'Em All Podcast. You can go on to uh, Podbean.com and get us at Rank 'Em All Rocks. That's our URL. Make sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter and. YouTube. YouTube. That's the best place to see us is on the YouTube, folks. You want to get all the funny content and me with my weird faces and they're losing it and dying laughing or making old man noises. You guys you know what we're talking Amish about. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, folks, I think that's going to do it. I'll lobby it back one more again to my homie. Here's the John Stockton lob. There you go, coming in right in for the Dunkaroo right here on. Oh, ever! <laughs> How dare you, Bibbidi Bops and the Dunkaroos, <laughs> Bibbidi Bops and Butt. <laughs> if I wow, if there was no other clue other than watching the YouTube, I'm white as hell, and we have been rank them all. Next week we're checking out Rainier Fog, and thank you guys once again for listening to us here on Rank Them All. We will see you then. Until then, rank on, and later on, later on, guys. Bye.